Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and today's special episode, we are revisiting our weekly, well, now it's like bi-weekly due to other stuff that's come through, but we're revisiting some of our favorites and recommendations that uh, the rest of the Popcorn Watchlist panelists have been recommending uh, for the last couple of months or so. And today is a special episode because just like we did with our our previous Schindler's List episode, we're going back to the Hallmark year of 1993 and we're revisiting another Steven Spielberg film that uh, was groundbreaking and revolutionized the the blockbuster once again uh, in uh, a little known movie that some would say was uh, 65 years in the making, right guys? 65 million years in the making? 65 million years in the making. That was the tagline for the one and the only Jurassic Park. So uh, joined with me once again are the my fellow Popcorn Watchlist panelists. I have Danny. What's up? You've got Zach. Howdy. And uh, the person who recommended this week's episode, I believe it was Anthony? Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. That's a good old <laughs> Sam Jackson. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun quoting, but a lot of celebrating uh, just what we love about Jurassic Park. It'll be a lot of fun trivia that you might have might have known about, might not have known about, but um, also you know just some of our you know small little favorites and that's favorite things about the movie. Some inside jokes that we'll regale you with. And, uh, you know, maybe some stories, especially between, you know, Anthony and I, who saw this movie in theaters when it first came out. Um, but, uh, hey, Danny, let's get, get a little bit of the, the, the rundown, the basic facts of the movie. You know, obviously, the, you know, who directed it? Obviously, Steven Spielberg. But, you know, go down some of the, the basic facts for anybody who's lived under a rock or maybe, you know, come to planet Earth and has never known the glory that is Jurassic Park. Or maybe those that have seen Jurassic World before watching Jurassic Park. That's, mm. oh, it's a thing. It, it could is be a, a thing. thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you mentioned, it came out in 1993 uh, by Spielberg. And um, just to start off with the cast, we got Sam Neill, uh, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum. Now Academy Award winner Laura Dern, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, I think she won for uh, that movie with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Marriage Story? Marriage Story, yes. I believe she won for Marriage Story. Uh, Richard Attenborough and Samuel L. Jackson, among a couple others. Among other people. Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight from uh, Seinfeld fame. Or Space Jam. Uh, Yes, also Space Jam. If people don't watch Seinfeld. Um, Martin Ferrero as Gennaro. Uh, B.D. Wong as as Dr. Wu. Come on, man. Uh, (laughs) Bob Peck was Muldoon. Um... Ariana Richards is Lex. Uh, Joseph Mazzello is Tim. Um, Sam Jackson. Yeah, he said Sam Jackson. John. 
and John, John. John. And, John. yeah. And Mr. Richard D- Kiley, who Mr. is the DNA. voice of the, who is the tour voice, because we spared no expense. Of Mr. DNA. <laughs> Who's Mr. DNA? Mr. DNA, Greg Burson. Oh. I cheated with that one with IMDb. <laughs> but uh, Richard Kiley, I remember, because obviously John Hammond spared no expense. Like, he was, he was just himself, which is pretty great. Uh, but yeah, uh, keep on going. Uh, you know, it's, it's Spielberg for, so who did the score? It's based off a book, right? Yeah, uh, possibly yes, off of a book. Not yeah. possibly. Oh, well, we're sarcasming now. Okay, thank you. Continue, Danny, with, with the sarcasm. Uh, yeah, and then um, you know, so for the score, we got the legendary, the goat, the, the goat. legendary, uh, Mr. Williams, uh, Mr. Williams, Williams, Mr. John Williams. That's right. Uh, yeah, that score is uh, iconic. Like, once you thought, I was like, okay, man, did Superman, Star Wars, Jaws, Jaws. E.T., and Indiana, um, Jones. Indiana Jones, and then you start, and then it's like, man, like, it's just like, he's had so many iconic, iconic scores. Then you watch Jurassic Park, and you're like, this is great. Harry like, keeps Harry going. Well, I was because it was that Harry Potter well, was after, after. Oh, but like, okay. like what? Well, the same year, Schindler's which List? also after technically, but yeah. like it's just like yeah. that was the point. Where it's like what? This I mean, guy. Two films in one year. But and it got to a point where like you know you know he's known for like all oh, those great themes. I love the movies, and then you listen to this one like this is a new classic. Like, there's, did we mention ET? Anyone mention ET? I awesome. I said ET. Yes. Oh, yeah, you said ET. Okay. Uh, that uh, that it's just this this score alone is is amazing. When did Close Encounters come out? Uh, nineteen seventy-seven, eighty-two, maybe. So before Jurassic Park. Seventy-seven. I lied. Yeah, seventy-seven. Same year as Jaws. Uh, I no, believe, no. Same year as Star Wars. Star Wars was this is seventy. <clears throat> yeah, Jaws was seventy-five. I think. Yeah, Jaws was seventy-five. Look at that. Um, and yeah. Uh, so you know, the movie, I guess you know, I guess was all right because you know, on a budget of what, like sixty-three million, uh, adjusted for inflation, how much did it make? It made one billion dollars. One freaking billion freaking dollars. Nice. One billion and forty-five million. That's with inflation, right? Yeah. Okay. That's wild. That is out of hand. Like on a sixty-three million dollar budget, that's which back then was pretty high. Yeah, I would think it's, yeah. it's pretty high considering stuff. But as we'll get into, like, there's many reasons that of the, they did from the production standpoint that ter- made it turn into basically um, roll up and and cement this movie as one of the you know classics in cinema. I'm sure also like DVD and like vhs sales every like, five years they come out with a, <coughs> a re-release 30th 25th anniversary oh, yeah. of the first movie well people, this year is 30th so yeah. did, did they re-release it or they did they did they five did. years ago i think so plus all the merch like it, it's definitely and they also have been re- re-releasing in theaters every couple of years so yeah actually if hopefully if you're listening to this podcast this weekend when it comes out if you're lucky enough you can go see john williams in concert of all Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in California, in Los Angeles. So do it if you have the money. But Or the time. Yeah. I mean, there's still, you know, at this point in time, there's tickets. Like, I was debating on trying to, like, do a red-eye flight to try to, to go there for a day and come, come back. back. Like, I'm... $1,000. I'm very... Well, who knows? I haven't, I haven't checked it out, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe not. Um, no, I think it's like a $400 flight. Yeah, it's just, you know, or if, you're, or if you're willing to, like, stay up for 24 hours straight. Um, but, yeah, like, everything from just, I guess, like, 
um, I guess, you know, Spielberg making a dinosaur movie is kind of like, you know, it's it, this movie has just changed the entire game when it came to like dinosaur movies. Because in the past, everything was always stop motion. Like it was the old like, you know, claymation, like, hey, we're doing this thing here. And, you know, the dinosaurs are walking around. You had dinosaurs fighting, and but they would, you know, in that cheesy like Stegosaurus versus T-Rex kind of uh, stop motion style. But um, it's like everything kind of culminated together into making this movie just being just, just you know, just amazing. Like I remember in the theater just being completely in awe of just what I was watching at that certain time. Like I think like, even like just how the that the characters play out when they're actually at the park and looking at the dinosaurs for the first time. That's how you can tell the entire audience was. Like they're looking at it, it's like, man, that does look really nice. And of course you have the, the music playing the main Jurassic Park theme. You have Richard Attenborough's uh just welcome to Jurassic Park. Like this <laughs> it's it is it's just magnificent splendor. It's great. As a kid, like it just it made it remember for made me think like for a moment in time I was like, man, like he's like, maybe I want to grow up and be a paleontologist, because that looks so cool. But uh yeah, that's my six year old self. I mean, yeah, the, the VFX were, were great for this movie for being 30 years old, which is a lot better than a lot of the VFX that we get uh, in certain movies. Spielberg literally said that like he wants the wizards at ILM to, to come in and, and work on the movie to make the magic happen. And magic definitely happened. Yeah. Uh, you you know, also did, had uh, George Lucas come in and help in post-production. Really? What yeah. did he do exactly? Um, ILM stuff probably. <laughs> I mean, it's his company. Yeah. I mean, it was his company. It is his exactly. Company. Yeah. It's to get people to do things. And so, but, but I'm sure he had like some some other credits. He spent yeah. most of his time uh, working on sound and visual effects. Okay, so ILM stuff probably. Okay. Yeah. Because of. Um, and he received a special credit at the end of the film. One of those. Oh, special thanks to all these people. I wonder who else would be in those special credits, or I mean, the special thanks credits. No, but oh, we have to talk about the master of the puppetry, the animatronics. Stan Winston. Stan Winston Studios. Oh yeah, uh, they've created a lot of very popular creatures in movies, like the Predator, the nice. alien aliens. from Aliens, and all the dinosaurs here. They, I think they had uh, six main dinosaurs in this movie, and they made them like in their studio, like huge versions of them which is why like you said this movie looks so good because it's not 100% CGI it's CGI when it's like a long shot and you see the whole entire dinosaur yeah. and it, usually when it's like moving around and act, yeah, but then a lot of the times they have close-ups of like maybe just a dinosaur's face or yeah. like half of it all of those shots it's real um, and that's why it looks amazing because it's handcrafted hand-painted and it's it's there the actors see it they react to it and it's this huge monstrosity like on set wasn't it also like through all the how it was operated through some like initial hydraulics and stuff yeah yeah they have like yeah. multiple people working like controlling these things and, and the they, they had to have like a warning every time it turned on because like it was a massive hunk of stuff moving around um there is a great episode of uh, on. I've mentioned the series before on the podcast, but there's a great episode about this movie uh, on the movies that made us. They talk about how, like, on the on the raining scenes, what would happen to the the T Rex itself and its skin when it got wet, 
Like it, it just puff up. It just puff up and get really like it got even heavier. Yeah, it heavier. It looked like it was like it had a, a weird allergic reaction, and the skin just looked, <laughs> just was terrible to film. So like they they just having to do these things. They had to do it really fast and get it dried up again. And so you know there were limitations to practical effects. So that's why then uh, you get this breakthrough in uh, uh, CG animation, and that happened from uh, you know like the big pioneer of that in ILM was Steve Williams. So that that's a that guy goes go basically goes down in history as like changing the entire game of like being able to uh, make this animation look and feel more realistic um, to the point where like during a screening like during the, the T Rex chase scene the they did a um, uh, a screening for like the executives and Spielberg and he's looking through it and he's just like this is the future like this is it like whole like just holy cow like just super giddy and excited so. It's a great blend of that, like the, the CG, but also practical effects, like uh, the was it the, the, the Dilophosaurus was was a practical effect. Yep. Yeah, that 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 still freaks me out to this day. Like, um, I that, that scene always scares me. Um, but they, like, they made that huge Triceratops, the, the one that was sick. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was the first thing they made. Yeah. yeah, and I think they had people under it in the background, like yeah. helping with the breathing in and breathing out, like. Um, that was, I think, even for the actors, they're just like, whoa, like, this is really yeah. good. What was also not real, though, was the giant pile of poop that Jeff Goldblum was looking at. Are you sure? It looked real. <laughs> it's one big pile of shit. <laughs> and then uh, another uh, fun fact about this movie, um, they were actually filming in the island of Hawaii during a hurricane. Yep. During a hurricane. Nice. And I, I was like, oh, well, I love that. I guess a typhoon, <laughs> or well, largest hurricane to ever hit Hawaii. Technically, a hurricane because wow. this side of the hemisphere. So, well, this side is hurricane. The other side is typhoon. I think, and the the Pacific is typhoon. I don't know, but I think they got up to 145 <laughs> mile per hour winds. Nice. 100 what? 145. Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, that's like. And apparently, some probably. scenes of the movie, um, they were able to use from like that hurricane storm just some clips though. yeah like the hurricane in the, the storms yeah hey, no, no, yeah it, of course, it factors into like, the movie yeah where yeah. then all the systems go down yeah. and then all hell breaks loose um but yeah like the main themes of the movie uh come down to it's just like you know michael Crichton had written written into it um that he's a big like science fiction guy um not his first rodeo with a theme park that goes awry um thank you westworld but uh this is basically just the the hubris of man and uh and basically comes down to science and how much science can man control before we realize we're not really in control and uh what lessons we have to learn from that and uh at the same time like a harrowing journey of somebody realizing that you know maybe they can hang around and not be such a curmudgeon uh mr alan grant uh to, to be so uh blunt about it but the the movie, uh, like, kind of, you know, just it's, it is also just a feast for your eyes if you just want, like, great, you know, like, suspense, action, uh, definitely a bit of scary stuff going on. Um, you know, like, the, the I remember even just the opening scene. I don't know, like, if you, you guys go back, going back and rewatching that scene, like, I remember watching that scene in the, in the, in the theater and actually being, like, scared. It was like, oh. I completely God. forgot that was a part of the movie. That's totally the beginning of the movie, yeah. Shooter! Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> the guy, like, going on, like, getting, like, like, just pulled up by a raptor inside the cage and 
the fact that the Raptor like knew there was an opening, like, oh, I'm gonna get him now. Like that was, uh, yeah, Muldoon having to like, I, I, I never understood like if it was like did they actually like shoot to kill or they just kept tranking it because then it used to be three Raptors now it's two, so I'm pretty sure they had to put that, that they had to euthanize the Raptor. Wait, but no, there was no three, there three, there three, three in the end? one where with Lord Dern's character at the uh, the power. Uh, yeah, that was the one that also killed Muldoon. There were three. No, there were three at the end. No, I thought there were. I, two. I thought there was only two. There was two. Okay, there were two at the end, but because those two were from the kitchen, the, that whole kitchen scene. Yeah, like, but then the third one was was out there. But then that, I thought yeah. that was one of the two that then oh, they banded it. back together. Yeah. yeah maybe. That's 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I'm pretty, pretty sure there's two. only two throughout the whole. No, you're probably in one, but I maybe go. So for sure there was well, three the because whole, like, when Muldoon exactly when Muldoon goes two. to kill I guess the main one the mom or yeah. whatever. Uh, oh, and the then he gets showed up. yeah he gets yeah, ambushed to the side so that's two right there in the which is funny because he mentioned like not like twenty minutes before yeah he's like already yeah they're plotting already. And then a third one was in, in the But that's why he says, Oh, clever clever girl. Yeah, or, oh no, sorry. So it was um it was uh, Grant that says at, at the beginning of the movie. I thought it was the same character that he got. You know, he says clever girl. No, that, um, that was Muldoon for sure. Yeah. That 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 is the old like the the the, classic. the ultimate yeah. classic of the classic <laughs> mind game getting got by the by the Velociraptor. So that was pretty badass. Like it uh it came not full circle, but it was a it was a callback to that opening scene. If you're not paying attention to the movie, uh, where where Grant says that uh that you have like the like one rap is kind of out in the open. Um, you guys are making like you know you, uh, you look eye at contact. Her, yeah. Uh, yeah, she looks at you, but then two come to the two side. come from the side and ambush you in the old. <laughs> yeah, and then of course that happens. Instead of two, it was just the one. And it just kind of pops out from the bush, and then doesn't get the the clever girl, the famous clever girl line. And then the third one is the one that's in the. And you have the big one the inside, yeah. the one that ends up killing off screen, uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. It's the she's the she was the basically like the matriarch of it because he was the the thing. Like, okay, so I guess it was three. Going back to the animatronics, like failing. Yeah, in she the killed all but two of them. Oh yeah. The, uh, she killed the other ones too. Yep. The episode of was testing it? the fences. Was it the Netflix show, right? Uh yeah. The movies that made us. The yeah. episode, like they, they showed a little bit of it, but uh, I remember back in the day. This is how old I am. Before DVD features, there was this show called Movie Magic. Oh, I think yeah. it was on Discovery Channel. I don't remember, but it was it was an old TV show where it was essentially like how movies were made, like movie extras, the TV show. Um, and I saw the one with Jurassic Park and they would show that part with the T-Rex and that they would say, yeah, when it was out in the rain, the animatronic would just like, because it was getting so heavy and like wet, the animatronics were, were messing up, it would lock up, but then start shaking. So it'd be like, ah, 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 like that. And it, it would, like, so they would show multiple angles of it and you just see like the head of the T-Rex going like back and forth. And then they were like, yeah, so we had to dry it very quickly and then you just see a bunch of guys with towels like slapping the crap out of the t-rex <laughs> like the t-rex's head and i always thought that was so funny and then and then seeing it now and like other other uh because they only really like, used, I that. <laughs> they only really used the actual animatronic t-rex for the scene where where uh 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 the granddaughter is like flashing the the flashlight 
into its eye and then also in the when it breaks through the roof of the car yeah like and the everything else going, pretty going much through the, the that glass which by the way yeah. uh whoever made that top glass good for you because if that thing had shattered they would have been hella dead yeah, yeah. no but yeah. the the uh also like when they first show it and it shows that like it's eating the, oh yeah that that's yeah the animatronic because you see only the neck yeah the like head, anytime you don't the see the full the full-blown body it's the animatronic yeah metasaurus lex metasaurus so like every time they show the raptors and you kind of like see most of their body but not their legs that's animatronic yeah and then obviously when they jump, then they have to do the CGI with the legs to make them jump. Or when, when they're yeah. running full body, like in the uh, the kitchen yeah. the area, yeah, that that's also oh, CG. Yeah. Um, when they yeah, when they jumped up to try to get uh, Ellie, like, yeah, I think Lex's CG. leg, that like, Alan had to pull her in. That's also CG. But it's, um, but it's because they have so the real life model that the Stan Winston company already made. All the animators were just going straight off of that and like. Put it onto the computer and like just try to copy yeah. exactly how it looks which is why it, it blends so well and you don't even realize that like yeah even with like the gallimimuses too yeah. uh like there are so many things that yeah like this movie from a, like a the way it was made is really good but then it's like also iconic just because of all like all the, it's it's insanely quotable uh all the characters are definitely memorable um it's shot really well the music is is top tier and um Dotson. we got, we got here. here dude okay uh dude, we is, have to we have we, to we, okay so one of the things one of our, our favorite moments in this movie uh, between anthony and i is that like so um wayne knight's uh character dennis nedry he is actually trying to sell like smuggle dinosaur embryos that have been yeah. recombined dna whatever out of it out of the park and sell them to like a rival company yeah and so there's this guy named Dotson um that that's he's meeting him in like in costa rica like this like cool little like small like it's what is it like it's just like some weird like beach club or something right and like some restaurant and he's yeah. he's basically teaching him like hey here's how you're gonna get all of the embryos out and you know he wants to get his money but then um he he shows him like the barbasol can and he's teaching him how to do everything so there's a part where like because he's uh nedry's laughing because of the ridiculousness of it all and he gets to the point where like the Barbasol can pops open and Nedry like makes a squeal or like a really high pitched noise. Over the years, we've met people who think that that like can popping out like makes a crazy sound. But we've Anthony and, I, Anthony and I have always stipulated that that is Wayne Knight's squealing going extremely high up. Yeah, it's, it's not a sound like so when the guy opens it up. It's just Nedry like Squeaking. laughing like crazy and he squeals. Uh, but our friend Bobby, specifically our friend Bobby, he swears ever... that it's just a noise coming from the thing. We're like, no man, this guy's laughing and a squeal comes out. And he doesn't he doesn't think it's real. But we have found video proof that some guy looked at that scene and like said, Yes, this is this guy making a squeal noise. <laughs> I was gonna like, look that like up. there are it's videos hilarious. of analysis yeah, that's just like inhuman squeal. Like it's just <laughs> insane. Like it's just so high up and out of out of hand. Like Bobby, if you're listening to this, um, please understand for once and all time, you are wrong. It's <laughs> actually a squeal. It's not the Barbasol can that's popping out. Like it is legitimately a scream. Like you guys, like, <clears throat> having you two, Danny and Zach, here now on the podcast. What do you guys think? 
I need to derail this because I need I need your opinion. Honestly, on this. I I remember the squeal. I just wasn't paying attention to to Bulls Yeah, I would have scene. to. I would have to, I have to rewatch to it. it. All right, that's your homework today. Is like you're gonna go back and rewatch just that scene, and then you're gonna confirm <laughs> that it is indeed. We're quizzing you tomorrow. Yeah, this is gonna be a pop quiz, and there is only one right answer. No, but that's that scene's always hilarious to me, and like. But it's also like it's a cool. It's obviously there's like a perfect storm of everything that can go wrong in the park, like kind of does. And it's this is like a tour. The whole thing is that, uh, um, uh, oh my goodness, um, the the theme park is uh, about to open. Like you know, to do a, it's basically trying to do like a soft launch, but they're gonna bring in experts, you know, subject matter experts to uh, go ahead and try to test the park out for its authenticity. And um, John Hammond, you know, brings in Ellie Sadler and Alan Grant. He brings in like a naysayer in a what they call a chaotician uh, in Jeff Goldblum's Ian Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, they, his lawyer Martin, like it's, it's a Gennaro, like he's he's uh, coming in to kind of like see all the legalities of things and see how that's going on. I mean, they're already in sort of legal trouble because they had an employee get killed by a, by a velociraptor, but. Um, the it's like every character is like really fun unique and, and and they get to show off like their expertise like alan grant gets to do this whole thing but then he gets saddled with the grand with hammond's grandkids who are basically like totally against his book and like his theory of what happened to dinosaurs uh, he's like this other guy is so much bigger book than yours yeah so he has way more so his book is it's like this thick it's, it's <laughs> double the size of your book and he's just like dude what the hell like and then it like he kind of like leaves he leaves Tim in the corner and then goes back and Lex is there and it's it's like she's like oh she said I should ride with you because it'd be good for you <laughs> and she's just like what and looks over and Ellie's like <laughs> get wrecked by kids like and uh, it's it, it shows really fun like a, a fun dynamic like, there's a human element to it like yeah like there are times where I you know Anthony and I have said this opinion where like when the movie's about a certain thing, make it more about the certain thing. But this movie benefits from having the human characters having to interact with what's going on with the dinosaurs. Like, yeah, you want to see every time you do see dinosaurs, it's always magnificent. It's always impactful. But, you know, but the it's not like ever seen story. either. Exactly. And it's part of the movie because uh, at the beginning, when they first go on the like the mock tour, none of the dinosaurs are out and about. And mm-hmm. so they even make fun of that, that. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's character. He's like, yeah, Doctor Malcolm's. He's like, like there, there's actually going to be dinosaurs. You have a dinosaur tour. Dinosaurs on on this dinosaur tour, sometime. <laughs> Hello, and then like he's like like trying to like f- fog up and unfog the camera, and then like John Hammond's looking. He's like, I really hate that man. <laughs> Which then the irony is that they both get kind of paired together, like later on when they're trying to bring stuff back it's uh it's brilliant like there's little things and small connections like that um you know uh iconic scenes like the jello scene uh when when lex knows the raptors are there uh the (laughs) alan grant getting zapped zapped by the or no tim getting zapped by the um by the electric fence and alan making a joke out of it i was like even then i was like like, that's not funny that's terrible he's just like ten thousand volts yeah, but like Grant was kind of like, <laughs> like hey, I'm gonna have some fun. And it was like, no, don't do it. <laughs> These kids have gone through so much already. And then the kid, like Dude, he, he gets flew he, off. He legit gets he shocked. Gets, it gets thrown back like ten feet. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. like it's so far out. I mean, like and he that's gets after caught. the whole car sequence. That's after <laughs> the whole yeah. He's stuck in the SUV that gets that goes down the the T Rex area, area and then gets stuck in a tree and then he has to run out of said tree and like, gets like crushed by the car. Technically, yeah, uh, it lands perfectly under him. Yeah, um, Zach, what are some of your favorite scenes about this movie or in this movie? I liked. Uh, I like the the whole scene with um, with uh, Wayne Knight's character where he's trying to uh, like do his whole mission um, mission of of taking the the boom, embryos. Boom, 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 boom. Even the music there is, is great. It's all like and and more specifically the part where he's in the jeep and uh, he's in the rain and stuff. And there's a part where he, he slides off and he hits the sign. And he doesn't know which way it's supposed to. Go. <laughs> he just kind of spins it. <laughs> Like, ah! like a like a like a roulette kind of thing. Only around. homie had a compass. <laughs> and then and then the whole part where he he has to get himself out of the mud and then the whole like uh, Dilophosaurus part. Dude, I, was... I still think he even with even if he if the, he didn't break the sign, there's no way he was making the boat. Like, that boat was already gone. I mean, he did find another road that led. To yeah, but here. that boat was. <laughs> he yeah. wouldn't have made it. No, he would not have made that yeah, boat. Would, nah, that that junk was gone. If the, that boat survived, they might have gone. They might have capsized just from the hurricane. Well, that was most of the staff, like Dr. Wu and everybody else. So since okay. Dr. Wu's in the other movies later on, you know they made it. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know it made it. Because um, there's that. I got, I like that whole part. I'm sure they thought that through when they made the other movies. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> we got to do this and put it connected. Yeah, that's a smart move there. And I also really like the, uh, the, the the kitchen scene with the uh, the raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, likes with the spoon. Ding, 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 ding. And then mind games with the... My naming with the, the, the reflection. reflection. I always yeah. thought that was really that was legit. And then trapping a raptor in the well, it, it was in, a legit like reflection. Yeah, they had to angle it. Yeah, right, angled it up. But then they trapped the raptor in the the freezer. That raptor stayed there and died. Right. That's why there's only two at the very end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's right. There were three, and then there were two. Yeah, one got one got stuck in the. Okay, so yeah, it got so stuck in the freezer, so it's hella dead. Okay, unless he opened the door and <laughs> made it out, but that's not like a standard novel. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, he gets that raptor got preserved in cryostasis. He comes back. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, Ian Malcolm saying uh, talking about the poop. Um, the the t- uh, what about what about the T Rex chase scene? That okay, wait. I, I love that so scene only because Toy faster. Story Two mocked it. Yeah. <laughs> must go with, with Rex and, must go uh, and the the Barbies with the RC car and everything. I just think now looking back, <laughs> I just think that everything that Ian Malcolm says is just insanely quotable. Mm-hmm. Like everything well, he has, he says, like he has four he, of the best quotes in this movie. Yeah. What life finds a way? Life finds a way. There's one big pile of shit. Uh, your <laughs> scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the oh, voice yeah. of reason in all facts. this. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you say when you just say facts. Uh, but you know, you, know then, you, uh, you you use science like you, like uh, in the way that a kid brandishes his dad's gun. <laughs> Like, it's so good. If the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't we'll eat, eat the, the tourists. tourists. That's such a good line. I love that facts. line. I was like, this oh, guy's. Yeah. Guy oh, okay, yeah, that's the, a, yeah. The selling, selling. Yeah, now boom, you're selling it. Boom, you're selling it. Boom, you're selling it. <laughs> uh, the, the the gate. They're like, we need to have this gate. And he's like, what do they got in there? King Kong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember that. Too. that was oh a good one. man, that was so good. I'm always on the lookout for a future Mrs. X Malcolm. 
future Mrs. as Mrs. Malcolm. Uh, I, I quote this line on uh, almost all the time, especially at work. I always tell people like, boy, do I hate being right all the time. Like that was, that was perfect. Um, you know, it's, it's, I just, yeah, all his lines. And then, uh, and the laugh, of course, the classic laugh, the, the classic laugh, laugh the from the helicopter scene. <laughs> That's his introduction. You guys scene. just need to uh, watch the helicopter scene and listen to his laugh. It is, uh, outrageous. There's a 10 hour cut. <laughs> There's a 10 hour cut. We kid you not. Um, also when Gennaro ran away from the kids, he's going to the bathroom. He's like, well, you gotta go. You gotta go. Like, <laughs> So many. Yeah. There's, there's so the first many. time they see the dinosaur, he's like, he did it. The crazy son of a bitch did it. Yep. Yeah. You did it. You crazy son of a bitch. Yeah. You didn't require any discipline to attain it. Yeah. With the scientific power using it, uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's so good. Like, um, man creates, man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. I'm going through some of the list it's, here. It's like, like the dinosaur eats man. Yeah. And then dinosaur eats man, and women and inher- woman inherits the earth. <laughs> <laughs> he even uses the much go faster line in Independence Day. So it's just it's just the Jeff Goldman thing here. Yeah. That that that's uh that's chaos theory, guys. <laughs> it just uses stuff in all these other different movies. Um, Alan Grant is like the, the stoic, like reluctant hero. I thought was really cool. Um, Ellie Sadler, like you know, gets to step up but also show off her like paleobotany skills. Of just like hey, like. Uh, What's what's hurting the, the the Triceratops is that it's eating like plants from a different time period that they wouldn't have eaten out of, which is why like it's grazing on this and then hurting itself. So, sick. Um, another another part I thought was really cool because it sells the whole thing that like Jurassic Park is this massive like theme park is uh, when they they go in and sit in that weird ride that's all about like the science, mm-hmm. and uh, we meet the, 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 the greatest tours. We 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 meet the greatest Mister DNA. And hey, then, John. Hello John. Hello John. Hello John. One of my, I don't know why it's one of my favorite stupid little gags and scenes in the movie. Um, you go. It's great that when you go to you go to like Universal and like they have Mr. DNA and like in the original River Park ride, like you still it's the same voice and it's fun to have that little continuity and um, that's when they go off and then they see the baby raptors and that's when like Grant's like wait you guys have raptors here and like he starts freaking out and he's like uh. Like, it's almost like you want to meet your heroes kind of thing, because in the first scene, it basically, one, shows off that like, he hates kids, and two, it's like, you know, he's the specialist on velociraptors because they're digging a dig site with a, with a raptor bones. Raptor actually means bird of prey. Yeah, and uh, that's, that kid got wrecked. <laughs> he's like, more like a giant chicken. He's like, oh, really? Okay. And then this, the, kid, the chicken's going to cut you. The six, foot, six foot turkey. I yeah, think. six foot turkey. There you go. Yeah, that's good. Danny, so what are some of your favorites? Um, I think the 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 one that I used to like the most, or I, I think I've actually seen the most, was the kitchen sequence. Um, I don't know. I think it was so iconic with the Velociraptor and just uh, some of those like kind of like horror-esque, you know, you're trying to like hide from yeah. uh, that monster haunting you. Um, and then I also like the... Kind of like the, um, the introduction where he says, like, welcome to Jurassic Park, where you first see, like, all the dinosaurs, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, so... We're oh, yeah, gonna... they're turning, like, they, they, he's yeah. like, you know, he, Alan's looking, and he just turns Ellie's head, turns head. turn over here, and yeah. it's just, they're flocking, they're moving in herds, like, they do move in herds, they do move in herds, <laughs> like, 
this this island it's just it's genuine like that yeah. whole like amazement of what they've created is just it's it's totally there it's only until later on you realize like uh oh like this can get out of hand like really there's the fast. good side of it and then there's obviously the bad side you know the bad yeah. side you of package it, it yeah, put it on lunchbox and boom you're selling it boom you're selling the nightmare side of it yeah yeah just uh it's and then like the whole idea of is because uh oh um I have to think. I have to I keep bring, keep thinking up so many favorite things. One of my favorite scenes is a ah ah ah. Magic word. Ah ah ah, and we. I hate we, the sack of crap. <laughs> I hate the sack of crap. Please. Samuel Jackson just. Sam like, Jackson is great. Like he's if any scene he's in, dude, I'm, he steals it, man. And he's just like, shut off, man. Asher's code. And he's just like trying to like go through all the lines of code of a rag, and he looks hard. He's like. Hold on to your butts. That's another iconic with line. Cigarette in his mouth. With a cigarette in his mouth. And then he said it again too. Uh, I think when he was trying to, how was it? He was trying to 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 some of the power. Maybe? Yeah, he was shutting off all the power so he can restart. Yeah, his start computers can reboot. Yeah, yeah. we but, never saw him die, did we? Yeah. No, well, he, off screen. He he died yeah. off screen. He his arm. <laughs> yeah, that was the point because yeah, then yeah. Ellie had to go to the power station. She ran away from the raptor because Muldoon was like, uh, we're being hunted. I'm going to draw him away. You need to run there right now. And then that that scene, like, you see nothing. But yeah, the terror... You like, don't see or hear anything. But the sheer terror that's framed in that scene is, like, masterclass from Spielberg. <laughs> that's too good. Like, all that's all put together. Like, it's just... And then, like, the... Riveting streams from John Williams' score, and Ellie's running, jumping, going through stuff, and then she like cuts in, and she's just like freaking out because like, oh, I could have died at any moment. Like, it took me a long time to realize, like, man, that's it's legitimately like, scary. Because it's like all set up throughout the movie of how crazy these those types of dinosaurs are, and so when he even Muldoon, who's supposedly the raptor specialist, when he's like, "We're already being hunted. You better like leave now." Yeah, <laughs> so he's like, just like they're right there in the bushes. Crap. Run like and. And then he even said it earlier on. I was like, yeah, like they'll they'll hit cheetah speed. Uh, the main matriarch one is like testing the fence for defenses. It like killed two other raptors to assert its dominance. Like it was, it's like no, these things are real. Like it's this is some scary stuff. And like uh, you and you even saw when they, they brought the whole cow, yeah, to feed them, and then the whole thing's gone, and it's just like oh, there's nothing left. They're just annihilating. Just that. destroys it. Yeah, and just the harness and everything. So. Like they they did an amazing job of setting up the raptors of being like this the ultimate like okay this is like this is the the big thing you should be afraid of because the T Rex at least was like hey stand still and you'll be okay I guess, um, but uh, yeah like yeah. definitely you're like more like towards the end you're kind of more afraid of the Velociraptor than, than the T Rex yeah. even though the T Rex has its moments like two different moments or three technically if you count when they're running away from the Gallimimus is moving. And it's like, wow, look, and they're they're just flocking around. And then Tim's like, well, they're uh, they're flocking this way. <laughs> they have to run. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> like, at, like Grant remembers, like, oh wait, I studied like the bones of these and seen these. We're like, oh no, but we're in danger. Like, yeah, they're like ostriches. It's crazy. Yeah. And they jumped over the one, like tripped over it itself, and then uh, like uh, you know, then the T Rex came in and ate one of them. It's but that was like, one time wow. we saw it in the daytime. Yeah, the, 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 the full CG T-Rex in the daytime. Yeah, and it still looks good. Yeah. Um, fun fact, if you guys haven't seen it, and you should pull this up, is they mo-capped people from ILM, like, or kind of like recorded people from ILM running kind of like Gallimimus is trying to go over. And so they actually have footage of people 
jumping over, one person actually fell and tripped over, and he actually broke his drawing arm. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like an artist. So it was a full ass break, and he's an artist. We're like, oops, oh <laughs> you have insurance. Um, another scene that was actually uh, pretty cool was when they're on top of the tree looking out. Oh yeah. Um, that's the one. Brontosaurus. Yeah, the, the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that Lex gets sneezed on. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like Grant's trying to do the the, the, the sound effect yeah. to bring him in. She's like, no, don't do it. It's like, no, it's okay. These are these are leafy sauruses. <laughs> these are leafy sauruses. And then that's when you hear like t- more Tim's that, uh, terrible me- puns. Metasaur. <laughs> yeah, is it a meat eating metasaurus? Uh. He's well, like, Rrr. I don't know what noise I know Anthony remembers, uh, uh, I remember, um, I know that Anthony remembers some of the really bad dinosaur jokes that Tim was trying to, uh, oh, trying to give. What do you call blind dinosaur? Do you think he's source? Yeah. What, what do, do you call, call blind dinosaur's <laughs> dog? Zach? Danny? I forgot what it was. Do you think he's source, source Rex? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> get the, the Goldblum laugh. That, that and you have just like because uh, Ian got like attacked by the T Rex, like kind of mauled, but still okay. Like his his leg was was kind of thrashed up, and he's just like laying there in all his glory, and he's just like trying to. They're just trying to figure out a plan, and just like oh, I gotta help get the kids, and um, that's when uh they they do the whole like radio scene with El, with uh, Ellie Savard to try to get all that stuff back in place. Um, and that's when we see, you know, um, uh, Samuel Jackson's character's, like, uh, arm that just, like, is stuck. Or, like, Arnold's, like, his, like, you know, it's funny because she's, like, I love it because, like, it's the whole pivot of just, like, hey, Mr. Hammond, I think we're back in business. And then, <laughs> arm, you're, like, oh, my God. And then. Like, nope. Well, nope. no, because, uh, the, the, the raptor, like, jump scare. Oh, yeah, and the then raptor jump scare. And then she's and like, like, oh, my God, Mr. Arnold. And then just like, like, nope. Just the arm. Just the arm. Mr. Armold. Yeah, arm. <laughs> Armnold. Just just arm. Uh, that was great. Good job. Thank you for that. But, yeah, every pretty much every... Chaos theory. Every scene with, uh, with the music playing is, like, the best scene because... Which which one? The all the scenes. I mean, yeah, the beginning, the main when they first see the the first side of the dinosaurs, and then they finally play the main theme. Oh man, yeah. Like, but it's all part of the moment. same theme, just different. Parts yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. It's like it's crazy. Two themes in one. The first part is like oh, as they're landing, Gold, and then when they're driving over there, and then it's that moment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where it's the, like more like the violins. Then you have the trumpet part like, that plays. Yeah, I don't think I can ever get before. tired of that song. No, Every that time theme. we go to Islands of Adventure and we're in the Jurassic Park good. area, no, just they're, they're always playing the music. So it's like I could just be here for like the whole entire day. And you just stand there and just bask in the glory of that music. It's it's that good. I just ah, this this movie like it has everything. Like it has awe, wonder, shock, scary, comedy, wit. Um, you know, a central message. Um, <laughs> I love. Alan Grant said the line at the very end. He's like, after careful consideration, Mr. Hammond, I've decided not to endorse your park. And he looks and he's like, so have I. Just, just Defeated. Like, just so have I. Like, just damn. Like, it's just like, it's a great idea, but nope. It's pretty bad. I know we've run through some amazing stuff, but Anthony, any other like little, uh, you know, favorite moments, little things you may um, want to sprinkle in before yeah. we move on? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think we mentioned it a little bit, but, um, 
the T-Rex part. That's like, I think that <sighs> the water, along, the cup, dude. Along, oh my along, god! Yeah, the the yeah. marketing for this movie was very clever. Um, because I remember it, even though I was young, I was six. The marketing, like a lot of the teaser trailers, was just um the scene of like the kids and Gennaro in a car showing the water ripples mm. with the vibration of the footstep of the t-rex is that thunder and then now like it would show like three like you would hear three footsteps and so you would just the power constantly see the the water um rippling and then that'd be like the end of the teaser trailer and just like jurassic park so it's like that moment of like the water in the cup was just like very synonymous with with this movie and then later in other trailers it would be like you would, it would be like a, I guess, a CGI footprint of the T-Rex in like the dirt, and then you see like the water in the dirt of the footprint ripple with the with the footsteps. So it's like they use that a lot for the marketing. So yeah, um, very iconic scene and moment that they use, I think, in some of the other sequels. But yeah, that whole scene, um, along with like the first scene, oh, where, and where the they, flare and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, just like it's right. it's honestly it's like the middle of the movie. And it's like maybe like a 20 minute sequence of like nonstop like insanity. Um, and yeah, I was six when I saw this movie. Um, I went with my family to go watch it when we were visiting some of my other relatives in El Salvador. Um, we went to the small movie theater. I think we were like close to the front row, maybe the second row. And so, yeah, I was this little kid watching this movie in like. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but this is ridiculous. I'm like, this is amazing. So like, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, close to my age or probably older. They're they're like, one of their favorite movies is probably Star Wars. Or it's like Star Wars is one of those movies that like, you know, is the thing that changed movies for them because of just how innovative it was and how crazy it was back in the day. So for me, I usually tell people that like Jurassic Park is like my Star Wars because I think I saw Star Wars a little bit later, maybe when it ran on tv um because i didn't see star wars in theaters until phantom menace came out in 99 um but yeah so when i saw this movie like the amazement i got from this movie was like i guess how i assume how other people feel when they watch star wars where i was just like to me it, it, it was real to me like it looked real i was six i'm like this is insane these dinosaurs look real and it was scary but it was fun and it was exciting and so and especially that scene with the t-rex uh, it was insane. I couldn't like, seeing the head of the T Rex go into the van and then like it smacking the car and all that, biting the tire because it was so mad at that one tire. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that part. Yeah. When it flips the it flips <laughs> the car over and then it just bites the crap out of that one. That tire. one tire is like I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like wait, this tastes like crap. It's the rubber organ yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, I love the I love the part where it's attacking the jeep and then when uh um. Grant finally gets out of the car with the flare and goes, "Hey!" The T Rex straight up just goes, "What?" what? Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it roars at him, but like the the response is hilarious. And then Ian uh, gets his out too, starts waving, goes, "Ian, freeze!" Yeah, and then he does not let go of the flare. Like he doesn't an idiot. let go, nor does he freeze. He's yeah, like, he keeps running. Kids. He's just like, "Get the kids, go get the kids!" And that like because Grant had it. The the yeah, he was gonna like the the or she the T Rex was gonna go after the flare. Yeah, they're all women, by the way. Yeah. All the yeah. How do they know? Do they uh, have someone looking up the dinosaur <laughs> skirts? What's <laughs> that line? He's so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then like I don't remember how many movies before this that I've seen like. 
because uh, this movie's pretty violent for especially for like a six-year-old it, isn't it PG? And then, it's PG-13 oh, it's PG-13 but like but then like after the T-Rex smacks Malcolm into the hut with the bathroom, the bathroom hut. everything falls down it's comical but like also violent at the same time and yeah, the T-Rex Gennaro's right yeah, there and like, the, oh the T-Rex just straight up eats this guy and then like kind of looks at him swings like, away with him in his mouth like so to me like you're like I saw that. I'm like, oh man, why that am I? Guy's dead. I, I think I kept like looking at my parents to see if I was like allowed to watch this, <laughs> but but no, it was this movie was amazing. It's one of my favorite movies. That's why I recommend it. I always recommend it to anybody. I always tell people to rewatch it because it's too good. We were just talking about the Flash recently and how bad the CGI was. I watched this movie still. This movie looks, I don't know, a hundred times better than the Flash. Did. Even with all the remasters, the retouches up, the upscaling into like 4K now where we're at, and it's it still holds up. The it's ca- a 30-year-old movie yeah, and it still holds it's up. Insane. The camera angle from when the T-Rex first gets out of its pen and then like walks across yeah. right um, behind, behind Alan Grant's face. Jeep. It lumbers over. And that that walk across scene, like to me, when I see that, it looks real. Even though that is a CGI shot, it looks real to me. I'm like, this movie is insane. Yeah. Um, That's a combination of everything, like of all everything from sound production, the way it, the, the the scene is established and shot. On top, we of haven't that. even <laughs> talked about that. The the sound effects of how all the dinosaurs sound like are it's all made up. And Spielberg, yeah. I think, is the voice of most of the dinosaurs. He they mixed a lot of animal voices, and he would also go into like a machine, go like Bleh! and like make some weird noises, and they would mix it with like whales or dolphins. To yeah. get those lions, like, and like for the raptors, they would get those high pitched squeals and screeches to by just mixing a bunch of different animals together. But yeah, just like everything in this movie, I think this movie to me, Skywalker sound. Yeah, to me, this is like one of the most perfect movies. I know there's some stuff in it that's does is a little off. Like by what? I I I, re- I realized that later when I was older. So the T Rex where it is. Yes. Um. It really, how I how does the how does the car flip over and then go and then that go far down, down. Mm. Uh, it's like the t-rex is nowhere near that tall like true um, that or the t-rex is like right next to a cliff yeah and then like the the the, the car got pushed a couple true. like 20 yeah. 30 feet and then went down a cliff because when they show the continuity yeah, thing but a, boy that's the only thing, great yeah that's the only thing i i realized i'm like but i don't care because this movie is amazing yeah, that, that was something um that i noticed uh, like a few watches ago um probably a few years ago where I kept questioning why that drop off was so much. Yeah, it's like the T Rex came from there, but how? Because because early in the movie you see uh, like the goat yeah. uh, coming up from the ground, mm-hmm. and it's like at, at level. Yeah, yeah. And then then we get the whole the jeep being pushed over the edge, and it's like okay, now it's like a fifty foot drop. Yeah, I don't know. where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. Or, or was it just a different part? Maybe yeah, it's like a, a further part or something. Yeah, like, like, like just a different part of the the area, uh, but. But they never really. And I think another continuity thing later when they're near the end of the movie, when they're running away from like the one raptor that that didn't get stuck in the freezer. Yeah. Um, after um, Alexis, is that her name? Lex. Lex, yeah. After she does her whole hacking thing. Yeah. And then trying to run away from that one because even though they locked the door, the raptor's like, I don't care. And he just jumps through the. He's just like, here's a glass. Yeah, he jumps then, through the glass. Yeah, I have to start shooting through yeah. it. Yeah. And so when they're up in like the roof trying to get away from it, and then like it pops its head into like. And then uh, like right when Lex is on top of yeah. it. And then That's like. And then Grant's head kick, feet up. Yeah, Grant kicks in the face. And then it, and then the camera angle goes down and it's a CGI shot and 
the raptor falls mm-hmm. down while Lex is like hanging. It's like, well, how is it just? It's not just standing and like peeking its head. Yeah, like, like it would have had to jaws and like, get up there, but like it didn't do that. So uh, yeah. So I don't know how the head could have just been like, hey, what's up? But I always it doesn't matter. Like maybe, I said, it happens so quick that you don't even realize it and you don't care yeah, because yeah, like, what's going on is so exciting. And so I always assumed that maybe it was on top of a table or on top of something. No, I don't. I don't know. Don't, but I don't but even then, that. like we look at like any shot, maybe there's that a room. Table, it's a, yeah, it's, on a recall it's a table ceiling. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a low low ceiling. And it's then like maybe six or seven the T Rex becoming like the hero at the end of the movie, like killing the two raptors that were about to kill the main characters and. And then how it didn't then go after it. And then like the characters. iconic the sign, like yeah. falling. Yeah, it's just like when dinosaurs when dinosaurs rule the earth when, at when the very it, when end. It does the iconic, Such a cool shot. Iconic roar. I was like, oh yeah, that's right there. Movie that's magic, cool. right there. That's here. That's like that should be the poster because it's like the CGI of the T Rex. Yeah. And then, but yeah, man, this movie's yeah too good. So apparently, so, so apparently, I did look look this up right now while you guys were discussing the, the the scene and the final scene at the end with the bones around in the main like atrium of the visitor center. That uh, apparently, like you can, there's a in that scene if you play it slow motion, like the the raptor is trying to do stuff with its claws, mm-hmm. like just for a split second, like it's letting go of the claws. That's how it got up there and like hung on for a bit because that was the what? kick. Apparently, that that. Kicks him out, but like at the same time, then you start really thinking is like, wait a minute, like how heavy? Like that's what like uh, the heaviness and the strength of its arms or the the ceiling strut of how heavy uh, uh, if it can hold on to a raptor's uh, thing. That's when you start going, okay, I'm thinking too much into it. And that that moment too, when when the raptor like notices that they're above above it, and it's kind of like looking at the I think it's kind of like a not like a fence, but. Like a fence-like structure, but it's reflecting off the actual animatronic head. So it's like it would probably be very difficult to get that cool reflection on on like a CGI head. But just because it's like you have an actual physical raptor head looking at whatever it needed to look at in that scene. Is that the just, projector that was stuck on his face? No, it's not a projector. It's no. just like the shadows of like the fence that was in front of it. It just looked really cool on the face of the raptor. That's true, yeah. but um, but yeah, man. The doing kind of like how people say with Star Wars, like you don't have to go full CGI. Doing you know part practical and mixing it with CGI, like mm-hmm. you can tell, like it it just feels a little better. Like you, it feels like somewhat real, but you can tell that it's also somewhat fake. But no, no but no. when it's usually when they do the full CG, you're kind of like uh, unless it's like an excellent excellent CG, like you can tell it's you know it's yeah. fake and it's all CG. Which like all the dinosaurs now and all the the future sequels just completely CG. I don't. I mean, I'm sure they use some animatronics, but they probably don't use anywhere near as much as they did in, in the first movie. No, because they don't need to. No, they don't. Yeah, the, the animation can hold up now, but even so, like, there's always something that's kind of missing of like that practical like. If it had, if if the newer films had more practical stuff, I think they would be appreciated a little bit more. I mean. Usually the reason why they don't use it is because either time or money. Because, oh, it takes more time to yeah. build those things. But you can't really, at least for this movie, like say the excuse of money. It's like this movie and it costed, what, $63 million? Yeah. Yeah. And because was the, the, the sequel came out was in Was that what? the budget or how much it made? The budget was $63 Yeah, that's million. insane. I think, yeah. what, Dominion, the newest one, Jurassic World Dominion, was probably like $250 million budget. Yeah. Which is insane. That's nuts. A much inferior movie. 
I was very disappointed by that movie. I because I, I really enjoyed Jurassic even Park. Even though there are co- there are direct callbacks and like yeah, yeah. to this yeah. original first movie. Yeah. Dodson. Dodson. It was the bad guy. The bad guy mm-hmm. And when movie. I when they with like, weird ass motivations. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna just go straight to casual murder now. Like, when they reveal God. that in the movie, I was just like, ugh, I was like shaking my hands. Like really? Like this is. Did they have the same can? Yeah. Somewhere. Yes. In there. Yeah. I was like, I never seen the can. It's like, like just in case you it? forgot, this is the can. That's that the guy. Like, which makes no sense because that means he would have had to found it under a bunch of mud. Because yeah. it fell from this guy. Maybe, maybe the mud cleared up and pocket uh, or whatever, and uh, dried out or whatever. Yeah, I mean it must have because he still has control of making the dinosaur. So yeah, apparently, uh, uh, but apparently the answer to it is in the, that Camp Cretaceous animated show. Oh, so there's that. Go watch Camp Cretaceous to figure out where the <laughs> where the can came out. Oh man, that's that's actually pretty damn hilarious. But uh. Easily the best one out of the the, well, yeah. s- the six that have come out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Easily. Easily. So. Uh, man. Uh, but you know, I think it's kind of you know tying it all in together. You're getting into the credits, and you have the you know the birds and the the pterosaurs leaving, or whatever. Like I always forget it's the third movie that has the, the pterodactyls. The pterosaurs. The ter- the yeah, this movie just yeah, has, uh, just pelicans. has pelicans. the pelicans. But it's it's like he's he's staring at the pelicans like. Birds. This is like what they became. He's like, yeah. but we just dealt with like your ancestors. With the real thing. Yeah, we just dealt with the real thing. And we have the nice somber, you know, closing credits music and hit the credits roll. So Movie's so good. Too good. And like at the same time, you always have Hammond looking at the little piece of amber uh, mosquito that's on his cane. And he just keeps That was a cool touch. It. Yeah, it's always there as, a, as an hour, like a reminder of everything else. But, uh, you know, like. This is one of those movies where, like, I can't. He's a digger. I can't rate it because it's just too good. Like, it's just it's a seminal classic. Like, it's just like I'm not gonna give it like a like a, a score like four out of five dinosaur bones. Like, no, it's like you know, like I give five out of five ten dinosaur roars. Heroes. Ten roars. I don't know. I don't know. I had ten velociraptor claws. Because <laughs> uh, you know, we spared no expense We're trying to come up with these names. No, I can't. Like, it's just. The movie is just—it's just too good to me. It's a classic. Like I can't like just objectify it with a rating. Like I don't know. That's just me. I mean, there's a reason why people still talk about it. People still watch it, and why they're still making sequels, even though they people, even though people supposedly don't like the sequels. They These movies make like dollars. a billion make a dollars. Buttload of money. I thought I thought the first Jurassic World was I think the second best in the entire series because they yeah. were just remaking the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a, almost well, an actual in this case an actual park that was open to the yeah, public. Yeah, that, that was a cool. Aspect. It was meant to be I guess like the actual realized it was like the Disney World like the, vision yeah. of yeah. of of Hammond from the first movie. Mm. He, the, the park is finally open. The engine's gone, but we still kept the tech to keep it going because, you know, yeah. just like how life finds a way, so do people who really want to make money. They'll find a way. <laughs> but and, I'm, I'm surprised that there hasn't been another, like, big dinosaur franchise. You, how do you top Jurassic well, we have Park? 65. You don't have to top Jurassic Park. Oh. Just, just make another movie with dinosaurs in it. 65, like Danny <laughs> just said. Did, oh, yeah. With Adam Driver. Is that on Netflix yet? There's also Disney's Dinosaur. Van Before Time. Hmm. Yeah, but that came out We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. But that's only one movie. The Good Dinosaur. That that is a movie. It is a movie. I mean, like a live action one with... Live action? Yeah, that's... 
Uh, they need to make like a Dino Riders movie or something like that. What? Anybody, How about Cadillacs and Dinosaurs? That too. If anybody Dino wants, Riders. Yeah. Is that like, like the car? It's an 80s No, no that's no. the Fast and Furious no. Jurassic Park <laughs> crossover. Something else. That's, actually, that's, actually, that's actually a thing called Cadillacs um, and Dinosaurs. Like that I was an game. actual cartoon. I had a computer game. Of that. Yes, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs was a freaking TV show. I remember there being TV like show. With cars and dinosaurs. There were thirteen episodes. So when Vin Diesel said <laughs> that there's gonna maybe be a trilogy for like it. Fast Ten trilogy, maybe part three it. is gonna be with the Chris Pratt. Theory. It's gonna be with Chris Pratt joining him in wrangling up all these dinosaurs in the world with his car. Blue. Oh God, no, just no. And to coming back, no man, but uh, little B meet blue, <laughs> hey, little B is little blue, little alpha family because the family, <laughs> hey, in the end, those mo- it was uh, blue trying to save its daughter, right? Uh, that, that was the fifth movie, right? Was it which which one was no, it? It was, when, it was six, was it six? Oh, it was Dominion. When they stole when Dominion, they stole the little baby, yeah, that's about family. <laughs> Look at that, <laughs> that was all about family. Yep. And the fact that this guy Chris Pratt with family language. his daughter. Oh, spoilers for the fifth one. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, and the daughter like cloned herself and put you know impregnated herself with a clone of herself because because well, science. The the uh, the granddaughter. It's, yeah, the yeah. daughter granddaughter is that actor the, was in the third movie or the second movie of the franchise. I think it's third. No, none. Yeah. She was a nun. No. The one that the one that died and then ended up being like, so, like the the old like the James Cromwell. Yeah, James Cromwell's character. From the he was in Jurassic World movie. The, yeah, but he didn't appear in a previous movie. No, no. I thought he did. No, in the he's referenced in the books, but that's oh, a different story. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I thought maybe he, was like, he has some connection to Hammond. He was right? the yeah because he was the main scientist and the stuff yeah. involved in the science, and then yeah. Hammond's like, I'm the guy who made the flea circus. I remember going, you know, he does this flea circus story to yeah. Ellie, and he's talking about he's the promoter. He's the guy that's like. Who can sell it and make it happen? Yeah, he did say he's the reason that he met someone in Scotland. I think is what. Yeah, he said. so he's the one that's kind of put it all in place, and then he talks about how like I didn't, I wanted to make this place real, like and not just uh, an illusion, like the flea circus. The flea circus is just motors and stuff, things moving around. But the kids are like, I can see the fleas moving things. It's not real, but and then that's when Ellie's like, oh, that's the whole idea. Control is an illusion. You never had control. And he's like, but then we can try it again. But wasn't him in the end. It was other people for Jurassic World. But you know, uh, we did get a cool ass roller coaster out of it. <laughs> that Velocicoaster is the bomb. I haven't ridden it yet. It is the bomb. Danny, you gonna be been on that? Universal. Uh, I have that and the, the actual water Seven. ride, the Jurassic Park water, 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 water yeah. at night. It's pretty creepy. Oh yeah, pretty oh, creepy. The, yeah, I ain't I, I've, only, I've never ridden it. Uh, at night, yeah. I want to go to the one in Hollywood okay. because yeah, they updated that one. Yeah, they updated it's that Jurassic one. Jurassic World. Yeah, it's like six years ago or something. They updated. It looks really cool. They should probably do that to the one here in Orlando. Rumors, maybe I don't know. But um, with that, like I don't know. Do you guys want to put a rating on it, or we can all just agree I, that I, this I, is, I have a it's a ten for me. Yeah, ten, ten just, out of ten. Jeff Goldblum laughs. That's ten for me. Ten, <laughs> ten, ten out of ten. Ian Malcolm laughs. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Uh, ten for me as well. So pretty straightforward. Yeah, ten. Twenty out of ten. ten. Yeah, uh, 65 million out of 10. There you go. <laughs> nice. Just too good of a classic. It's too good. The cla- it's, and, it, and whenever they show it like on cable or basic t- television, it's like, well, sitting down and watching it. Like, it's one of those. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to leave it on. It's great. 
And it's always at a certain scene where you're like, yeah, why not? Like, this is a good scene or this is a cool stuff. You could pick up from any part of the movie. And just continue watching it. Oh, okay. Like, the part where they're at the the fancy dinner and they're talking about, like, strategies of opening. And Gennaro's like, oh, you know, uh, Richard, uh, uh, John Hammond's like, oh, I want it to have anybody to come in to visit it. It's like, no, but the lawyer's like, no, it should be for the ultra rich. It's like, we'll have a coupon day. Coupon day. (laughs) Something. What a douche. And then it's like, and then that's when Malcolm does this whole, like, speech tirade of just like look at you guys talking about all this and like you know there was all the science and none, none of the discipline that needed to acquire in order to use it that's that that iconic speech and uh anyway yeah i'm derailing i'm going off the here it's, it's too good um so yes if you're listening to this and you know we talk about the key big moments of this movie you've somehow have not seen it uh, or you know people who haven't seen it, you know, like kids who are like, you know, seven or nine years old or something. Yeah, if you're a parent, show your six-year-old this movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was five when I watched this movie in theaters. It was like in June, July or something. And man, it's a theater. It's a movie theater. Have you been looking into that, Anthony, now where you remember, man, I watched this movie at this theater. That theater's not there anymore. I don't know. It's, it was in El Salvador. It's probably not. There oh, but you did it. Was, yeah, yours yeah. in El Salvador. But I remember watching it at a theater at a. There's a like an old like now it's like a strip, not a strip mall. But it's like a mall oh. that's not really a <laughs> strip mall, not strip club. It's five in a strip club. Yeah, why not? Hey, kid, look at this and only this. We got a bootleg. What's the strip projector. What's the strip club called? The bare bones. Like no. what is it? Oh my gosh. No, uh, but uh, it was it's a mall that like had an old AMC theater. I also watched randomly the movie Sleepy Hollow there. Um, Which but mall though? The, Town of Country? No, it was not Town of Country. It was the Mall of the Americas. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it's still they, there. No, that theater's Ooh, the mall's there. there. The, mall's but the theater's not there. It's anymore. a Costco yeah. now. Yeah, it makes me sad because that's pretty cool. And there's also I'm a home Depot. Mall's even still open. I remember the Home Depot now it moved over to a big ass Home Depot across. Mm-hmm. But you know that there was. Um, uh the old uh regal or the old uh there's an old kendall nine kendall nine that is now a dsw shoes yeah. so, yes our, our folks down here in miami if you remember old movie theaters you know what we're talking yeah, about they, they destroyed kendall nine and then they made it across the street and that's what the kendall village is they made that yeah. in oh yeah. five there was a there used to be an amc on us1 like 184th yep now it's a staples that's a staples yep i remember that one too Oh, that's just like, like 10 years ago. I that think. just reminded Dude, that me. That one was bad. It was actually really bad. I, I might have been there maybe once or twice. You know what? Because that used was to like call that one. Theaters. It used to be called South Date 8. People would call it Crap Crap Date 8. Because it was terrible. Crap Date 8. I never it was it terrible. Like I just never AMC, went there. Because like, it was bad. It was 16. I think it was a 16. I'm pretty sure it was South Date no. 8. The one by like Marlin Road or something like that. Yeah, it was on Eureka and whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. South Day Day. That's South Day Day. He's right. It wasn't really? similar. There were not 16 rooms in I that theater. 16. No they, way. They have oh. another mall further down, which is uh, Southland. That has but a that's Regal. Regal though. That, that's Regal, that's yeah. That, that, that's where I would go. That one's pretty good. I've actually been there. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty it's big. I've been there many years. I've been there many years. But uh, it's like our, our tried and true Sunset Place. That the yeah, Sunset yeah, Place yeah. 24. Might be going away soon, man. That theater is forward. that theater is holding is holding that whole place strong. America right? Multi Cinema, thank you for being where you are. And thank you, A <laughs> List. And thank you for Dolby and, a- and IMAX. Can you imagine watching this movie in 40x? Yes. <laughs> All the fun. That would be actually kind that of would fun. Dude, the Dilophosaurus <laughs> spitting in your face. You just get water in your face, exactly. <laughs> Or the all the time, like the T Rex attacking the the SUV. It's just everything's rumbling and shaking, and 
uh, the turbulence in the in the helicopter as they're going downward. What? Oh man, we didn't talk about all the thematic like foreshadowing. How like uh, one how like, all the the T Rexes sorry all the dinosaurs are, are female and so like they have to genetically engineer them to oh, lay the eggs. Seat the seatbelt the seatbelt that Alan Grant had had two female ends, so he had to just tie them in together. So he oh, strapped yeah. on. Oh, That's the whole idea Symbolism. of life finds a. Life finding a way, yeah. and they realize, oh wait, frog DNA sometimes switches sexes to be able to reproduce. Yeah, and like, 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 life finds a way. Like West African, yeah. Frogs were Some West sex. African frogs are known to change sexes. Yeah, so uh, the little things like that, like it's just uh, you, you, the more you watch this, the more you pay attention. You're like, man, this this movie's great. Like it's intellectual. The science is very exciting, even though it's they've kind of sort of disproved it nowadays, but. It's still yeah, just like super exciting. Velociraptors aren't seven feet tall. <laughs> no, they're a little smaller. They're more, but for the movie, they have feathers. They're more feathery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but for the but it's a great. It makes for a great movie, guys. It makes for a great movie. Speaking of hopefully great movies, uh, we're gonna move on to a uh, preview of next week. Uh, we are gonna see. Um, we're gonna go, I believe, into Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. So many of these movies are splitting them up to parts one and parts two. So I'm, I'm kind of not a fan of that, but this series has gotten okay, wait, better. Harry Potter, time. Harry Potter did it right. <laughs> did it, though? It did, did it come out a year later? I think like like seven or eight months later. Okay, yeah. Like it was the in the same calendar. Like the yeah. So like that's cool with that. Like, but did waiting a whole ass year or two years for, you know, Dead Reckoning 2. Like, know. did they film Dead Reckoning 1 and 2 back to back? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. So we don't even know it's what else they have. It's coming out in one year. They don't even know what we have up their sleeves, but who knows, They man. did that with Endgame and Infinity War. Yep. Um, exactly one year. Actually, well, it was a year apart. A little they, less. They moved, they moved it, it ahead. They moved it ahead like, like, dude, like, like, a we, few weeks before the, the premiere. Yeah, as if you just got to do it. They supposedly did that with uh, Across the Spider-Verse and Beyond the Spider-Verse, which is why they have that March date next year. Yeah. But there's been rumors. There's that a lot of. They're not gonna make that March date yeah. next year. That they're. It, yeah, it's not. It's saying. not done. Like yeah. it's nowhere near done. Especially with all those people that left. We'll see. But, but they, <laughs> tying it back in <laughs> to Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, no, but for Mission Impossible, Impossible right. for Mission Impossible, uh, that episode will release on the day the movie comes out. Oh, which yep. will be our first. Uh, our day, first day, day, release. day release. Well, our thank HBO you. Max? Yeah, thank so, you. Early screenings. We'll be seeing an early screening at AMC. So. Uh, oh, I didn't even realize it was an early screening. Well, we're, I, I we're seeing it, was, it on we're special. Monday. We're, we're guys. We're top. We're uh, we're uh, <laughs> we're here now. So we get this early screening. We get to plug the podcast. Those of you listening get to know that. Oh man, these guys saw it early. So we might even you know, see it like twice. Well, wait until you watch it. it. Might be. Wait until yeah. you watch it. To watch the episode, the episode when we uh, obviously because I mean we warn you all there, the time. Yeah, there are people yeah. that don't mind spoilers, but yeah, we'll always they just love us. Say Why not? Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, this Jurassic Park podcast full of spoilers. <laughs> I mean, kind of yeah, but it's a thirty-year-old movie. <laughs> just so. in case you didn't know, <laughs> you know. That's why I told you to have friends if you to la- oh. invite them to watch the movie if they haven't seen it yet. Um, so this uh, this goes up live uh, when we post this up. Uh, definitely, you know, keep the conversation going. Uh, have you know, share with us some of your favorite scenes of this movie, your iconic maybe movie theater experience, uh, and maybe your your favorite lines as well. Uh, we are always up. We're over through our socials on 
uh, popcorn watch list where they're on instagram we're on twitter and now on threads so uh give us a follow over there danny's man uh kind of uh controlling the page there and putting up a lot of fun uh engagement going on so keep the conversation going we're really excited to check out a new frontier of social media and community engagement so uh give us some stuff to do and uh you know till next next episode with uh mission impossible thank you so much for tuning in and uh you know uh stay tuned for next time keep that popcorn ready later see ya adios